Welcome to this week's episode of the UNIT podcast, hosted by me, journalist and proud UNIT member Pip McCormack. UNIT is a team conditioning studio or circuits gym with two branches in London that run classes all week, focusing on high intensity workouts and strength sessions. They're staffed by a group of lovable trainers who I've been having a lot of fun interviewing on a variety of topics over recent weeks, along with some very special guests. Now, because I love going to UNIT so much, I basically want to live there. This week, I wanted to speak to UNIT's regional manager, Jamie Chin Dickey, who you may remember from the very first episode, along with Zanna Van Dyke, who, along with being a trainer at UNIT's Fulham branch, is also an author, blogger, influencer, and one third of the female empowerment group Girl Games. And I wanted to find out what it's like to work in the fitness industry. This episode is for anyone looking to make a career change or thinking about a plan B. Find out more at unit.com. That's un1t.com. start every single episode like we do a unit class with a bit of a warm-up to get you all limbered up warm Mm -hmm. ready to go so I've got some quick questions to fire at you and answer fast and furious okay what do you do and why I'm a fitness blogger because I love to train thank you Anna I'm the regional manager of unit because I love the fitness industry and I love this brand that we're developing thank you Jamie Uh, Jamie sum up the word health in three words love care and passion Mine is very different yours. Balance, sustainability, and enjoyment. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, what was the last thing you ate? Oh, I just had a bag of popcorn. Oh, I just had a chicken salad. Oh, so healthy, baby. <laughs> I love that. Um, what's your biggest fitness achievement? I've hiked a few mountains. Nothing notable, but just a few big mountains. Just a few casual mountains here yeah. and there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say I've completed three marathons. Oh, casual. sure. <laughs> Hang on, which marathons have you done already? I've done San Francisco, Spokane, Washington. That one's like a hillbilly city in Washington State. Okay. And then Barcelona. Wow. So. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, Brighton will be four. I feel oh such a gosh. shame. But hang on, but which mountains have you done? Yeah, so it's going to be like Everest, Kilimanjaro. I'm just like on holiday, hiking a cheeky mountain. She's that's like, what I've done. Skiing off the top of Everest. And <laughs> Imagine. No, that's not me. Um, what is your favourite workout to do and why? At the moment, it used to be weights, but right now it's kind of like body weight hit because it's all I have time for. Mm. So I just do like 20 minutes of hit in my home office. Oh, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> do you d- use any equipment for that? No. no. Literally, that's all I've got time for right now. So wow. I'm, I'm enjoying it because it's what I can do. Okay. You can squeeze it in where you can get it in. So exactly. That's true, that's true. Jamie? Um, mine's definitely strength training. I put a big emphasis on um, learning and educating myself in strength training over the summer. So I'm just kind of liking all the progress I've made and getting those personal bests. Are you lifting heavier now already? Um, yeah, it's really good. I good. like to be one of the strongest <laughs> at the gym. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's competitive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, what are your biggest workout goals For at the me, moment? For me, it's just to work out at least four days a week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Try and get something in. But, so I don't really have any specific goals like to hit a PB or anything. It's just to move my body. Okay. Well, at the moment, I'm in a bit of a shift, training for the next marathon. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my training plan right now is pretty much around just getting the mileage in each week. Uh, and how do you relax? Eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like watching a bit of David Attenborough. Oh. 
That's my favourite thing in the world. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I have a badge which says I love David Attenborough. I am not even, I'm, I'm not ashamed of my love for David Attenborough. <laughs> I think that's okay. Just <laughs> yeah. Um at the moment I'm really enjoying the Anna Ferris podcast. And so that's how I'm relaxing because it is so funny. So I just go for a little walk, listen to the podcast and crack up. People must think I'm crazy. Um, but it's really fun to listen to. Great. Uh, yeah. I love that too. Well, I think you are both nicely warmed up now mm-hmm. and ready to go for the main event. Ready. Well done. We learned we learned that. Warm up. I'm ready to go. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So obviously this uh, topic, we wanted to talk about working in the fitness industry and health. And um, I would love for you to explain a little bit more about what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis. So for me... Every single day is different. I think, Jamie, you know this as well. <laughs> my schedule. It's just, I never really know what's going to happen. For example, today I was teaching at unit this morning. Mm-hmm. And then I had a meeting with Jamie straight after. Then I went to the Apple store, which was not planned. To try and fix my phone. And I had meetings all afternoon. Podcast now. And then go home and work. So, like, it literally it varies. Some days I'll be on a photo shoot all day. Tomorrow I'm doing radio interviews all day and a right. TV interview. On Thursday I'm doing filming all day. Wednesday I'm working from home all day. Friday, I'm traveling up to Manchester to host an event. So, like, it every single day of my life is different. And so I'm sure working from home is just, I mean, like, sitting at the computer all day. day. <laughs> to try, because I get, usually yeah. get one work at home day a week, and I'm like, damn, I've got to cram so much into this day. Really? So, yeah, it's, like, crazy. Wednesday this week's going to be crazy. But Do yeah. you think of yourself as a bit of a multi-hyphenate? So you're not just a trainer, you're a trainer slash... Yeah, you, yeah. I, d- I never know how to define what I do, but like, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a blogger, I'm an yeah. author, I'm an Adidas ambassador, I've got an events company, and there's a few bits. Just a few bits. Yeah. And a few, I've got a few casual things. mountains going yeah. on there. <laughs> <laughs> there's, but there's other things as well. I feel like, yeah, there's loads of things going on in my life. I find it, if I think about it too much, it scares me. So I just kind of do it. <laughs> just do it, get on and do it. Yeah, I think that's a very good uh, yeah. way of coping. Exactly. <laughs> Um, what about you, Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so my job was, like, way back in the day, I was just the manager of, of a different studio um, brand. And so as we transitioned into unit, my job has just become all-encompassing, and it's varied so much. So any given day, I'm working as the brand developer. I'm business development. I could, I'm human resources. I'm finance. I'm marketing. I'm sales. I'm operations. Mm-hmm. So each day is so entirely different. Um, it just kind of depends on how the wind blows a bit, but my main focus for the business is just growing the brand, Mm -hmm. getting ourselves in front of as many people as possible, getting to as many key events across the city, um, and just making unit kind of take over the world. That's, that's the goal. I like that. I like that too. I mean, I think it's definitely <laughs> going to happen. I mean, it's taken over my world, that's for sure. You're also doing a master's too, right? Um, yes, I was this last year. So I started my master's in September last year yeah. and just completed in September. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and so yeah, the, the history has been just so, so interesting. So when I first moved over to the UK, I was working for a company called ClassPass. Um, and that's really what launched my career in the fitness industry. Um, and I took a job with uh, Rob and Danielle Smith just to simply work the front desk. Just needed some extra money while I was going to school and I had uh, been training with them for some months um, while they were opening their studio. Um, and then, yeah, so as I jumped into school and started that full time, the business just kept growing so rapidly that I had more and more responsibilities every day and kind of just took them as, as they could come and so just ran with it. Um, and then all of a sudden we were creating a new brand and my job again has just like evolved so much over a short period of time. 
So I completed my master's while working full time, and it's just been an incredible accomplishment this wow, year. Wow, I mean, that's yeah, full wow. on. Yeah, it was very full on. It's interesting that you talk about uh, building a brand. Obviously, your brand is very obvious unit. Xana, mm. uh, I feel like you're kind of got more of a personal brand as well. Yeah. Like, how does that yeah. come about? Well, I feel like I handle both my brands, Zana Van Dyke, and then also Girl Games brand. But for me, Zana Van Dyke started just as a hobby. So basically, it started out actually being called Blonde Health. Don't Blonde tell anyone Health. that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like four and a half years ago, five years ago, on Instagram. And it was just like a hobby. And then it grew and grew. And it came to a point when I thought, damn, I might actually make this into my job. I should probably make it into a professional name. So I changed it to my name. And then it was growing and growing and growing. But I, like, I feel like it was a learning curve over time because I never knew, I wasn't, I never studied branding or business or anything. Mm. I studied speech science. So I was like a Bachelor of Medical Science. That's what wow. I did. So I what had, even is speech science? It's like speech and language therapy. Oh. So you know, like somebody has like a stroke or yeah. brain damage or something, they can't speak anymore. That's what I studied. And that's oh. what I learned for four years. So, so is, there, there, is there a bit of a parallel? It feels like coaching people back to health. Is yeah, there something? Like, there's a lot of one-on-one human contact, which I feel like I have a lot of that in my life now. There's a lot of working with people. So I definitely think it helped me there. And also in the degree, you do a lot of reading research papers, analyzing mm. research. And if you're in fitness and you actually want to be on top of the game, you have to be reading research papers. So it's definitely helped me in those ways. But I didn't have any training in like how to build a brand, how to like be savvy with these things how to build a blog how to do anything to do with like coding and websites and oh you just gosh. teach yourself I mean you coding and websites is well, it's oh, yeah. it also early days in the social media world as yeah, well yeah, so yeah. you really kind of were on the forefront to yeah and everybody was guessing at that time we all were just growing together and guessing together so I feel like everybody who's been there since like day one in the blogging world has just been learning together yeah. mm. <laughs> what have been the biggest sort of challenges have you found? Um, I think in the beginning it was learning how to monetize a blog um, mm. because you don't really know like how does a blogger make money you just think they get paid from adverts but I don't get paid really from adverts so it's for me it was learning how do you how do I build a business how to make money doing this mm. and like finding that balance of living in London paying rent being a PT trying to build a blog on the side like so how, how do you monetize a blog if it's not adverts? So it's all sorts of things. So I do lots of brand deals. Mm. I have my own products. So I have like my own book, my yeah. own jumpers, my own water bottles and things like that very soon. <laughs> um, so all sorts of my own products, which make me money. And then brand deals, hosting events, writing articles. I do a lot of like outsourcing for the brands. So like I write an article for somebody or produce content for somebody or yeah, do a talk. It just, it varies every single time mm. to what, what earns money. Also there's Girl Gains. So Girl yes. Gains earns money through events. Um, and through brand deals. And explain so, what Girl Gains is to people that might not okay. know. So Girl Gains is a movement all about educating, empowering and inspiring women through fitness. Um, and it was founded by me and two of my best friends, Tally and Vicky. And it started off just with a hashtag and then it grew and grew and grew to become this huge movement which now has like over 750,000 hashtags. We've got like almost 100,000 Instagram followers. We've got ambassadors, over 30 ambassadors from Sydney to New York to Switzerland to Paris. And people are doing like events all over the world under the Girl Games name to like bring together the community. So that kind of took off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so really casual. Yeah. So we kind of we do that as well. So it's a lot going on. It is right isn't now. It? Why do you think Girl Games took the imagination so well? I think because 
online, especially in social media, in the beginning there wasn't enough women supporting women. Mm. And Girl Gains was the first message, one of the first messages around, which was like, we genuinely are women wanting to support women. Like, we have no ulterior motive here. Like, in the beginning, we didn't make any money for the first two and a half years of having Girl Gains set up because it wasn't about that. No. It's just about bringing people together. And eventually, when the events get big enough, you know how it is. Mm. But, like, that was never our motive. So we were literally just there. Like, we want to make a community. We want to bring you together. And I think people were like, that's a great message. And I'm going to invest in that and believe in that. So, yeah, I think that's why it took off because... It was genuine. Mm. Mm. Well, it was worth <laughs> <laughs> It seems like fitness is quite a good industry for women to work in. Is that fair to say? I think it's changing. Yeah. Mm. I don't think historically it's always been. Right. Because no. women, I mean, even just thinking about like women being strong and women having muscle, um, mm. that's something that I feel is a big movement now. Yeah. Instead of just trying to look lean and thin. So yeah. I think working within the industry is just evolving. But yeah. So I think classically, when you think of like a personal trainer, you might think of like a big, muscly man. Yeah. Whereas mm. now it's like, like old gym. Like yeah. Big yeah. I think it's definitely like now a lot more people are wanting to work with women as mm. personal trainers. And yeah. Yeah, I think that maybe Instagram as well has opened up that door. Definitely. Definitely. I also think just the shift of the style of classes that are available now yeah. in the fitness industry. I think mm. historically you've seen sort of like yoga, Pilates, bar, and that was always a female demographic, and then you'd have anything to do with strength training and circuit training was so male dominated mm -hmm. and now it's all kind of merging. Mm -hmm. yeah. so men take bar classes and understand the benefits of Pilates and you're seeing women understand the benefits of strength training. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's really nice to see this sort of like integration. And unit is such a good split, right, between men yeah. and women. It's oh, yeah. pretty equal. I, it's pretty equal. I still think it's a bit more female dominated, but I do think it's just because group fitness as a whole has always been very female dominated. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's a lot harder for men to think oh, I don't need to just go lift weights on my own at the gym. They can come in and still get a beasting at the studio. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think we're changing that, which is which is really key. Mm. Um, but I think with Unit, we try to make it all inclusive. It, mm. it truly is a great workout for, for both male and female clients. So. I think like out of the workout classes in London, I've tried pretty much all of them. <laughs> like yours is the one which, Unit is the one which has the most men in it for me right like and out of the mainstream fitness classes and i think it's the beauty of having a strength class in which you get to ultimately mm. choose the weight that mm -hmm. you're lifting there's mm -hmm. no pressure so if you if you want to lift heavier so if you're a guy that can lift quite heavy we have the means and the tools to support you in that goal but equally if you're just a female that wants to get a bit toned and you want to come in and lift quite light mm. why not come on in it's, it's very welcoming and encouraging in that in that regard yeah I mean I have to say the strength is such a appeal of unit for me yeah. you know I, I I would never push myself that hard in a cardio situation ever mm. and then getting to do the extra weights on the side like I've done other circuits stuff before and I've never had those heavy weights so yeah I think it's more appealing yeah and it's very sure. supportive you must feel so comfortable being able to ha lift heavy when you have Rory or Matt you know pushing you there and guiding you to do it correctly absolutely um, so if people were starting to think about changing career and they didn't work in fitness at the moment, what would be a good way to start that path, do you think? Well, I always suggest just get a pulse on the industry. So whether that's going to networking events and kind of mm -hmm. just hearing what's going on, getting familiar with the sort of banter and the sort of movements that are occurring within the industry, Put, like putting yourself out there by connecting with people like Zana if you can mm -hmm. get a bit of her time <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's always super welcoming to chat to but just kind of following those sorts of people on Instagram again just kind of seeing what the pulse is within the industry mm -hmm. um and that way you really know how to kind of dive in and get what see where your interests mm -hmm. are I would also say think outside the box in terms of what your role could be in the fitness industry because I think people always think you just have to be a personal trainer 
Like there's so many things you can yeah. do in fitness, and also personal training is not as glamorous as people make it out to be. No, hang so on a minute. Yeah, I, mean, I don't believe that. that. All those, all those like five a.m. starts, surely. Oh my god. Oh my god. People, people email and be like, "I'm going for my certification. I'm so excited, and they're leaving this like really wonderful like finance job." Now, I'm obviously who knows what their goal is in life, mm-hmm. but I just think like you need to really have that honest conversation really with think yourself. About it. That you're up at five and there's something that's seven days a week. And you're probably like, gonna earn a fifth of what you were previously earning. Yeah. And so Christmas, you don't, <laughs> Christmas, you don't get off. Like those yeah. those are yeah. the sorts of sacrifices that you make. However, that being said, it's a fantastic industry to work in. Yeah, but also people need to think that there's other things they can do. They could be in marketing for a fitness brand. They mm-hmm. could like if they're working in marketing and marketing for something else that they're not enjoying, move into fitness marketing. You don't yeah. have to mm. move into being a personal trainer. Like so much, think about other things within there's fitness. There's so much technology coming out in the fitness yeah. industry. I mean, be part of any of those types of companies like look at fitbit mm. you know all mm-hmm. those types of tools mm-hmm. yeah those are growing companies now i think fitness tends to attract a certain type of person like mm-hmm. everybody at unit particularly is very outgoing very friendly like what skills do you what, what sort of personality traits do you think you need to work in the industry to work in the industry yeah um yeah i would definitely say you do have to be pretty outgoing you have to be able to um, have conversation with your with the everyday person that's coming through the studio doors. Um, but I think the main thing that you need to work in the industry, um, above all, is just a bit of passion. Because the hours can be quite long, because it's yeah. a service industry, I mean, right. it's hospitality, so you're working seven days a week, um, you have to just love what you're doing at the end of the yeah. day. Flexibility and patience are there in there as well. So flexibility, because if you're PTing, for example, you're working around other people. And patience, because you're working with people. Right. You have to be patient with people. Um, not everybody is going to be a dream to work with, so yeah. have patience and compassion. So true. <laughs> so true. Yeah. What are your ultimate career goals? Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, well, one of my biggest goals was to have a book, so I'm very excited that that came about. Tell us more about the book. Um, so my book's called Strong. Yeah. Um, and it came out last December, so almost a year ago, which is crazy. Wow, congratulations. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm just basically it's got a full guide to lifting weights for women, and then it's got like over 40 recipes. It's got like nutrition guidelines, which is dietitian approved, um, and it's like my baby. I wrote everything, every single word, every single recipe. Tears were shared into saucepans. Um, <laughs> so it was. <laughs> it was. Is it that was a vital a, ingredient in being it healthy? Is, it is. Your, your eggs are better when they have tears in them. But, um, <laughs> but no, I. Uh, that was definitely a goal of mine. And I think for now, like people say to me, what are your goals? And I kind of think in this industry, especially as a blogger, you never know what's going to happen. So I kind of just want to, I'm an Adidas global ambassador, so I want to stay with them. I think that's one of my biggest goals. I've just renewed for next year, which is very exciting. Congratulations again. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. They just want to keep working with me because that for me gives me number one, financial security and number two, a platform on which I can get amazing opportunities that I wouldn't get otherwise. Yeah. So keep working with brands which I admire mm, very good for sure cool. well it's interesting cause, um, looking back at 2017 like I achieved the goal of like operating and being part of the owner the executive team for a fitness studio um, like when back I think it was like five years ago there's an email that you can get from the universe and you can like type in like what you want to do before subscribing to this email oh and wow like, yeah and it's really cool because it curates these like little daily emails that you get and it usually brings up like what your goal is or what your passion Hang is on, where do you find this I need to it's something like the universe like emails.com or something okay. like that but it's so cute and so I, I had put that I wanted to own a studio um so like coming into this year like I was receiving these emails and I'm like okay I can get there and then this opportunity has presented itself so 
this year upon reflection it's been like wow okay like I achieved that goal um moving forward I mean it's really just about growing unit mm. I want to have like four to five units across London I would love to take it international um so that's in the pipeline fantastic yeah and then I think you know now that we're kind of diversifying what we offer with retreats and going to Everest as well as kind of taking training outside of just the studio doors I mean the sky's the limit so I think right now it's just kind of keep dreaming big I mean, I think one of the character traits that I get from both of you is you're very good at motivating other people, mm-hmm. and that's why you're trainers, and that's why people love coming to UNIT to be trained by you. Mm. How do you sort of motivate yourselves to keep achieving? Because there must be times where the alarm goes off at 4am and you're just like, I can't do this today. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> scheduling. My yeah. life. Yeah. You're a scheduler as well, yeah, yeah. So I just schedule my life. Like, if it's in my diary, if it's in my to-do list it's gonna happen. So I just put it in, you know what I mean? My life, that's how I motivate myself. And also I think for me, it's like, if it comes to actually like looking after my body in terms of fitness motivation, it's about like having a purpose to my fitness. So for me, I don't really worry about looking too fantastic. It's more about feeling amazing and looking after my body and um, kind of, I wanna have longevity. And my biggest goal is to like live till I'm 85 or 90 and be super healthy and like when I have my grandkids. I'm like, that's the goal. So when I look at a meal, I'm not thinking, is that going to get me lean? I'm thinking, is that going to give me optimal health? And that's literally what I think. I'm like, what's the healthiest choice right now? And sometimes it might not be the most calorie-like choice, which somebody else might choose, but I'm going to choose one which is the best for my health. Mm. So yeah, for me, ultimately health is my motivation. Yeah. I think in terms of fitness motivation, I'm not going to lie, I'm just very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, I would never ever have guessed that, ever. She's so competitive. So, I don't care how tired I am, if the guys are training at the studio and there's a competition on, I'm jumping in. Yeah. <laughs> so that keeps me fit. Um, so the, we have a thing at unit every month called the unit test where we compete to see who can do the best. Um, I was very, very proud of my hurdle hops recently <laughs> and was still it. beaten by Jamie the last time she did it by at least 14 hops. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. I, that is competition. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do have a competitive streak, so that keeps me going. Um, but I just think in terms of, like, life and health, I have very high expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of, like, what gets me out the door in the day. It's like, I want to I wanna be the best that I can be for not only myself, but everyone around me. Mm-hmm. So if that means, like, knowing that this is someone else's business, well, i got to make it the best business for him. For mm-hmm. him, his well-being, his family's well-being. I just want everyone to be really happy. So those expectations are very are set very high okay. in my book. I love that. I do too. <laughs> um, Jamie, seeing as you're, you basically run UNIT, I feel like you know all the secrets about all the trainers. <laughs> Is there anything that you can reveal that happens in the back room oh. that we you, members don't know about? Let me think. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, well, the boys love to train without their tops on. Like, it's almost like... Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> what, what time is this? <laughs> <laughs> we have our little training club called the 440. Um, we call ourselves the Cake Thieves because <laughs> there is always cake involved and we're usually stealing cake from each other. <laughs> I, do you know what? I've actually heard Cake Thieves being mentioned and didn't know what it meant. <laughs> we'll just yell we like, Cake Thieves! Um, <laughs> but they... It's like almost like they need to show off a bit. So yeah. whoever starts to get like super sweaty, their shirt will come off. And then like Maddie's shirt will come off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third guy and they're all kind of looking in the mirror. Um, so that's quite funny at the studio. But let me think of some other really... I feel like, like people <laughs> probably eat peanut butter out of the smoothie jars. You know what I mean? No. We're actually quite hygienic. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I we're quite hygienic. I would definitely like... I'm strict there. Um, but the guys, like, you know, the, 
guys are actually probably the worst. Like, they're not healthy by any means. You go back there, the cake thieves, hence the, the name. Like, we'll have, like, Rory baked a cake the night before. They'll go to Sainsbury's. They're having their cuppa with, like, a cake each. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually fat kids at heart. <laughs> I do, too. You make it seem so fun. Like, I just want to work at units so that I can be there all day, every day. But also, I don't want to do 5 a.m. starts. So I'm kind of torn about what to do with my next plan B <laughs> yeah, career. Yeah, sure. Um... I wonder what you think you might be doing if you weren't doing this. Well, I mean, I studied speech and language therapy for True. four but years. Do you think you would have done that? I think if I wasn't doing this, I would still be a speech therapist because I really, I did really enjoy it. I think it's like a really stable career, and I would have been helping people, sort of got a lot of satisfaction from my job. But now that I do what I do now, I'm like, damn, I can't imagine doing anything else because this is like the best job ever. So Amazing. yeah, I I really am very lucky that like every day I wake up and I'm like, even though I've got a very long day ahead, I'm very excited about it. Good. <laughs> um, I probably would have been a physio. Okay. A sports physio. So I had a ton of injuries when I was young, so I spent so much time with a physical therapist growing up. And then when I went to college, my freshman year, I was either going to pursue exercise science or business. I went the business route because it seemed a bit easier. I didn't want to do the chemistry. <laughs> so, um, but I've been able to kind of like marry the two interests. So. I think, yeah, I'd be a sports physio. Very good. Well, I've come up with a little game to uh, end, this, end the recording with. Um, I found some names of some fitness businesses, mm-hmm. and then you have to try and guess what the business is that the <laughs> name is. Okay, so first up is a business called Chocolate Covered Katie. Oh, I know her. Blogger. She's a blogger. Oh, she's a blogger. You know it. <laughs> I, I love her cookie dough recipe. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really good treat. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. funny enough, when I was researching this last night, I saw this breakfast cookie that she does, which I think I meant to do last night and then forgot, and I'm oh going to do tonight. It's so good. If you yeah, have to bring it to the studio tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> I'll make a breakfast cookie tomorrow. Okay, easy. That was an easy one. That was just to get you in. I thought actually you might know that one. Yeah. Okay, next. The Cavewoman Diva. Oh, is she like a... Is <laughs> she a hairy dancer? Something to do with paleo. That's a lot closer <laughs> than Harry Potter. I mean, she may also be a Harry Potter. That's not on her like official She's bio. A really paleo Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, I say she is a paleo chef. Yeah, let's just say paleo chef. Yeah, paleo nutritionist. Very good. Ah, that's really well done. Okay, what is Hustle Hut? Hustle Hut. Ooh. Yeah. What's the Hustle Hut? The Hustle Hut. Yeah. I'm gonna say that's a, a gym. No. Oh. <laughs> is it a fitness, fitness PR agency? No, it's neither of those. It is an online health coach providing custom macros and meal options. Oh, great. Oh, there you go. It's great. And then, oh, two more. Okay, what is the torturer? The torturer? Is it a piece of equipment? No. I'm going to say that's a personal trainer. Like... It's a gym. Oh. That's a gym. In Antigua. Oh, wow. <laughs> sure. Okay. I kind of want to go and see what they're going to do to me. And then lastly, we've got, uh, what is avocado? Avocado? Avocado. Is it, is it avocado delivered? No, but I wish it was. <laughs> that, I mean, so oh my God, there's a gap in the market for that. <laughs> Some sort of like avocado cutting tool? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a business. Oh, yeah, they could be making the tool, I guess, couldn't they? No, it's not that, but also we need that too. Yes. Although, although Lakeland do do an avocado cutting tool, and I had it for a bit and then I got rid of it because actually I was like, I'm just going to use a knife. Yeah, I thought that's what knives are for. Is there really an interesting for this? I mean, it sort of helped you like 
cut through and then scoop out the stone and then it had this gritty thing on it so you could oh, slice you it. Slice but still, I'm like, oh, a knife can do all of that yeah. stuff. So. I love that. Anyway, avocado, final guesses. Okay, it is a website run by a couple who bonded over their mutual love and health and wellness on, t- on a Tinder date in Texas. Oh. They believe that being healthy starts on the inside out and are known for their posts on weight loss advice and delicious recipes. There you go. Oh, it's like finding out who they love. I'm like, I'm kind of. Where was the title of the I have No idea. Um, so lastly, we end every workout at UNIT by giving each other sweaty high fives to mm-hmm. kind of mark the achievements we've just uh, yeah. done and also say well done to everybody. So what would you like to give a sweaty high five to right now? Uh, I'll give you a moment to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to give a sweaty high five to my friend Natasha Lunn, who's just said, up a uh, mail out business called Conversations on Love. Uh, it's not a business actually, it's just a mail out and it's really, really interesting and inspiring and she interviews different people about love and she has some very inspiring quotes of which I have two here to share. Uh, one is called, uh, by uh, Heather Hafaleski and it says, to me love is trying to take all of the beauty that lies inside another person and bring it out because it's hard to bring all, it's hard to bring out all of your own potential, your best ideas and your best impulses. Which I think is really sweet. I love that. I love that. And then she interviewed Hilary Mantle, and then she said, who said, you shouldn't try to live a life where the first object is to present yourself from regret. I love Which that. Which I think is sweet. So nice. Um, yeah. So I'm high fiving Conversations on Love, a newsletter. It comes out fortnightly, and everybody should get it. It's really inspiring. Okay, my, my high five is much less deep. That's I'm, fine. I'm going to high five Is it avocado? <laughs> I'm high-fiving a nut butter. Go for it. I'm high-fiving Pix crunchy peanut butter in a smoothie. That's that's what I'm high-fiving. We are uh, working with them now. They're one of our partners and they're supplying all of our peanut butter at the studio. Fantastic. Synergy. Right there. (laughs) Sweaty high-five with that. Yes. Um, So I'm going to give a sweaty high-five to my sister. She has just uh, completed two years working for Delta Airlines and flying all around this crazy world that we live in Mm -hmm. um and now it's finally settled down in dallas with her boyfriend and just living the life that she loves so i'm just my high 25 high five to her for following her passion oh very good good for her yeah okay so where can people find your work so online i'm just at zana van dyke so z-a-n-n-a-v-a-n-d-i-j-k that's me unit.com un1t.com very good thank you very much thank you thank you Thank you so much for listening. Find out more about UNIT at unit.com, that's un1t.com, and email your thoughts to podcast at un1t.com. Next week's episode is all about folding yoga into your workout routine, featuring expert and best-selling author Nadia Narain.